I don't even know what I'm going to say. <laughs> what should I say? Should I say that just like people that are asking us questions ask like super weird and unpredictable and possibly inappropriate questions? Yeah, maybe. And just that like, you know, if you're if you're Mormon or, or pregnant, maybe you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Yeah, mainly pregnant people shouldn't be listening to this podcast because we're prejudiced. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot we have a thing for pregnant women. Er (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks, Fax. No, I said thank you, Fax. Appreciate it. Thanks, Fax. Thanks, Fax. Appreciate it. Thank you, I appreciate it. Thanks, Fags. Alright, welcome to another episode of Thanks for Asking, the podcast where you guys ask us questions, and because we're so uninspired, we just answer them. That's it. That's that's the whole that's the whole thing. Well, thanks for listening. See you next time. <laughs> just kidding. Now and and now for uh fifty nine more minutes of just of just sound. Of just just the sound of this just empty studio. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Let's just cut that later. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so anyway, yeah, if you're just tuning into this podcast, which I don't know if anybody is at this point, uh, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> to be quite honest, you, you guys ask us questions, we answer them, and we have to be as truthful as we can. And uh, if we aren't, you guys get to throw tomatoes at us in the public. It's true. I'm actually really looking forward to that. I've been answering a couple of questions as dishonestly as possible, <laughs> just in hopes that like what, that really inspires you guys to come out and throw tomatoes. Right. I mean, I'm excited. It helps the economy. It boosts the economy. And it also, you know. I hear it's good for the skin. Free tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we get into questions? Yeah. What's the first question? So first question, what do you guys look for in girls nowadays in dating? What could girls do better to attract better guys? George, you date. And that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I have dated once. I've been on one date. Um, it was with my mom. Oh, wow. It went well. It went well. I uh, we, we shared a uh, nice mother-to-son uh, smooch, smooch <laughs> on the lips. <laughs> a uh, heterosexual kiss on the mouth. Uh, it was good, and then and then I went to I went to my room, and she went to hers. Wow! And we never we never spoke of it again. <laughs> no, uh, let's see. So, no, I don't really date that often. I feel like I'm so busy. Um, right. That being said, you know nobody nobody dates anymore. Nobody dates anymore. No, not what I was gonna say. Oh. I mean, even if you're busy, you still are like thinking about dating, or you know, right? Considering so, I mean, what are we what are we looking to say here? We're we looking to answer what what. Do not not us, but what do guys look for in girls? Guys that actually date. What do right. guys that actually date look for? What does like girls? the average normal guy look for? Uh, I would say, I don't know. I would say something along the lines of something with a good personality, somebody with a good personality. I, I like that word you said there. Some you said somebody. <laughs> yeah, I oh. would say that's definitely up there. Uh huh. I feel like we're just talking about weird stuff right now. Right. Um, yeah, I think personality is huge. Uh, if you have a good personality, it goes a long way in dating. Well, like, what is a good personality? I feel like if you can hold a conversation, like, longer than a couple minutes, 
Okay. That counts for me. Yeah, that's like in the right direction. But what if like all you want to talk about is like dead bodies or something? I mean, that sounds like an ideal date for me. But okay, well, some people are into that. Right. If you're not into that, then I feel like that's probably not what you're looking for. I think that with the, the age of Tinder, um, it's hard to really narrow down what you're looking for. Because there's so many options out there. I've had this discussion with a couple people recently where oh, it's really? just like, there's so many like fish in the sea, I guess. Like, That's if, true. If one of them doesn't work the first time, you're like, well, screw this. I'm going to go to the next person. That's true. Like when you're swiping, you're like, oh, look, this girl's outdoorsy. Like, I'm super into that. Oh, look, this girl just says she like watches Netflix at home. Like, that's like my ideal girl. <laughs> Like, oh, like this, this girl is alive. Yeah. So like, that's totally my thing. Right. Um, (laughs) Not everybody, but I'd say most people. Right. So what do you guys look for in girls in dating? I mean, so obviously it's got to be something more, uh, more than just physical because we're talking about dating. We're not talking about like, yeah, like, like any guy will go out with any girl that's attractive, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean like any guy will like get in a serious relationship with a girl just because she's like attractive right right? like i'm not going to tie myself down to a girl that's like just super mean and has a terrible that's that's why i like that you said personality right that's actually important because when you're actually dating that's way more important yeah you need to be able to connect with them i think connection in like some form is what you need when you're dating preferably um like are you talking about like certain kinds of connections? Are you shooting a hole? Right now? <laughs> he's no. making he's making the obscene gesture. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking. I just I was confused what you meant by connection. But this is a two part question as well. What could girls do better to attract better guys? That's like a, an entirely different question. I think that I don't know. Like what what is a better guy? Are we talking about guys that are just like, hey, let's DTF? Well, let's let's be honest. Like. A lot of guys are, like, not super, like, serious or, like, they're not looking for something. Like, they're not looking for long-term stuff or or maybe, like, I don't know. Like, a lot of girls are frustrated right. with, like, the guys they end up with. They're like, oh, my gosh, he was the worst. Like, I can't believe I dated him for nine years. <laughs> I don't know. That's just, like, yeah. that's, I'm just throwing out a number. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't that believe one. that he hated his clown obsession with me for nine whole years. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like being upfront with the guy, like, on the first date is probably, like, one of the best things you can do. Be like, hey, this is what I'm looking for in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I appreciate when a girl's just like, look, I'm looking for something serious. Or, like, look, I'm not looking for anything serious. Oh, yeah, I especially like that one. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, like, at this point, me too. But, like, you know. But, got... okay, so, to attract better, what was I going to say? I just cut you off for no reason. <laughs> Story of our lives. Yeah. yeah welcome, <laughs> welcome to our friendship. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I would say like, okay, you want to attract better guys. I think like you got to look past like the superficial, like physical attractiveness. A lot of super attractive guys. And this goes, this is not just for guys. A lot of super attractive people have issues. Right. You notice that? Like, like you, like, I think it was a, meme that Dan Haken shared once. There's a triangle and it said like intelligence, like emotional stability and like good looks. Uh-huh. I said like pick two. <laughs> like, you can't have true. all three. You can't that's be true. like super smart, well put together and like what was the other one? <laughs> Emotionally I don't know like oh good looking. Like you can't be good yeah. looking, smart and well put together. Like it's just not in the human like experience. Right. Like there's got to be a weakness somewhere. So 
I don't know. Um, I feel like to attract better guys, like, first, like, look past just physical attractiveness. I think girls are better at that than guys are. Right. Know? They're like, okay, like, I'll get to know this guy. And, like, they they like guys more, even if they're not as attracted to them. Like, they become more attracted to them over time as they get to know them. So girls are good at that in general. Um, I think a big thing is confidence. Yeah, I agree. I think that confidence really goes a long ways. Like, I've never had a girl come up to me and be like, hey, can I have your number? And I was like, no, I'm not interested. Like, that's zero times. No, thanks. That happens, like, I'm pretty sure, like, most girls have had that experience. Maybe not most. I mean, what do you think? Most girls? Yeah. I would say so. Yeah, I mean, likely. I don't know. Like, if a girl even came up and was like, hey, I'd be like, wow, I should marry her. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, I mean, that's something. Right. Um, I think, yeah, I guess long answer, long answer is what we just said. Short answer is, you know, confidence and looking for guy like what guys are looking for is you know personality and a connection and or just like you know hooking up really uh next question yeah we always found out who dakota's favorite person was who is georgie's and this is for both of us right so i want you to go first (laughs) um uh backstory here um back when i played quidditch um i did this pretty pretty mean thing of ranking all of my friends and then putting them together, like, in a bracket, and then having them... Hitting them against each other. <laughs> and deciding which one was my favorite overall. That's funny. Literally today, I was thinking about doing this with my students. So uh. I teach school. <laughs> I was like, I think it would be really funny to rank all my students. Because, like, any teacher that says they don't have favorite students, like, they're just straight up lying. Mm-hmm. Either to themselves or to you. Like, they either have favorite students or they're like, oh, no, I don't have favorite students. I just, like this couple these couple of students a little bit more than the others right like, okay like every teacher has favorite students i think i could legit rank i don't know about all of them mm-hmm. but i have like a top 10 right and i think it'd be really funny if I, like you know the girl said something really sassy to me and i'm like yeah well you just moved from number seven <laughs> to number 11 so you have a leaderboard like in exactly your room. That'd and be i like move the names down <laughs> when they like bug me anyway so i mean that's a distraction but this that's funny because i was literally thinking about that today um, so your favorite person, let's see, who would I think your favorite person was <laughs> overall or in Quidditch? Though? I mean, it doesn't say in Quidditch. That's the implication. Right. Um, overall, I would say that your favorite person would probably be himself. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like a hundred percent. That's absolutely he true. He really doesn't like anybody else. <laughs> Not even necessarily that. I just like myself a lot. Right. That's true. If it wasn't yourself, I would say it would probably be Cameron. Oh, I do love Cameron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or Brandon. True. I do like Brandon. I, I haven't seen him in like nine years. Right. So I don't know why I keep coming back to that number. <laughs> but he's nowhere to be found. He's right. a good guy, but man, I drove to Seattle with him once. Just me and him. Yeah? Way too long. Oh, yeah. Way too much time to spend in the, forgot about in the that. car with one colorblind kid. <laughs> How many times did he mention that he was colorblind? Is it like veganism? Yeah. Where he's like, you're just like, hey, like... You know, how's your day going? He's like, I don't know. I'm colorblind. I can't see the difference between red and, red and green. I'm like, that, uh... Thanks for asking. Thanks. Yeah, and he always says that, too. I'm like, wow, what a dumb phrase. I'm like, what a dumb thing to say. Anyway, so... I guess, I don't know. So you say Cameron. Mm-hmm. I would say my favorite person in Quidditch. I don't know what I was... I didn't really have an answer before that, but I think it's got to be Cameron. Right. Like, I can't think of anybody else I would like. Yeah. I don't know, that you you see enough, maybe maybe your roommate Larson? No. <laughs> Good, great guy, though. Great guy. Right. No, Cameron's, Cameron's my number one for sure. Cool. Number one in my heart, 
number 47 on the fields. I do own his jersey. He's the only Quidditch jersey that I own, actually. I stole his jersey. Really? Yeah. Sierra was like, did you buy a jersey? And I was like, totally. Yeah. And I just took it. And I think it was Jesse's. But I'm not giving it back to him. She doesn't listen to these anyway, so. Maybe Cameron doesn't. I think I've told him, though, so. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, Next question. This isn't a question. Ask me any movie. I, I feel like this person doesn't understand the concept of our podcast. <laughs> oh, question. Oh, just, oh, you're going to say a question. Yeah, that too. But yeah, our podcast as well. So, yeah, like I guess we'll just ask him a movie. Like, not that that phrase makes sense. That sounds like something somebody from The Ringer would say. Right. Yeah, that's... Right. So, I guess the appropriate uh, like movie to ask about is... Uh, what was that one Richard Dreyfuss movie? What was it? Uh, it was uh, sort of the, the uh, song about Richard Dreyfuss. He was in... Oh, it was uh, Mr. Holland's Opus. Uh, that's one of them. No, no, it's um. Oh, he was in Jaws. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, ask him that one. Hey, listener, Jaws. That's that's I literally think, think, literally what he's saying. Ask me any I, movie. Jaws. I think we just fulfilled our obligation on that one. It does say both. Uh-huh. So I feel like I need to ask him a movie, but I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> like we just collaborated. Hey. Never ask us another one of those things ever again. Whoever submitted that. Abby. (laughs) Next question. This is from my mom and brother. What makes the sky blue? That's actually funny because, like, I'm like a math slash, I could possibly be a science teacher too in physics. And I realized that I graduated with a degree in physics. I was like, I don't actually know why the sky is blue. Like a little kid come up to me and ask that or a high school kid could ask that. And I'd be like, Yes, I have a degree in math and a minor in physics, and I don't know. The other funny thing about that is I've literally read, like, I've Googled this question. I Google it every, like, two or three years. I'm right. Like, Why is this guy blue? I forgot. I looked it up once, but I can't remember. You tell me the answer every now and then, too. Yeah, I do. I do know it now, but I'm not going to tell you. Crap. <laughs> You've got to answer. <laughs> Isn't it, it has something to do with pigments of, like, I don't know, pigments of the sky and then also chemtrails? I think it has mostly to do with just the fact that, like, as light enters the atmosphere, so like, as do with the wavelengths, um, and like blue is just the most scattered color for mm. for whatever reason. So, um, I know light like bends; it'll like bend as it enters the atmosphere. And I think like, is it the shortest or the longest wavelength? I can't remember. Yeah, I did get a degree in this, but I who who knows? You know that sounds great and all, but really the the correct answer is literally the government. Oh. Wants us to believe that it's blue. So what color do you think it is? Uh, probably a dark pink. I thought you were going to say like a nice like communist red. <laughs> I mean dark pink. Oh, okay. So yes. Yes. Um, no, so government hires jets. They Got fly across chemtrails. Uh-huh. This, this is what I'm saying, chemtrails. Chemtrails. Okay. You know, the, the exhaust coming off yeah, the, I, the jet. I feel you. And though that disperses across the sky... Changing the dark pink, communist red, mm-hmm. into blue. Did I tell you I had an Uber driver one time <laughs> that literally tried to convince me that chemtrails, like, were, like... My coworker thinks they're real. Yeah, he was, like, he was, like, yeah, like, they, like, control the weather with, like, their jets. I mean, he's smart. Yeah, he's not, he was an otherwise credible man, so <laughs> I'm inclined, I'm inclined to believe him. Right. Um, Plus he drives for Uber, so that's, like, reliable. <laughs> So the answer is either something to do with wavelengths or it's the government screwing us over. Uh, Next question. Would you ever eat an 
An elephant, giraffe, or zebra? In fact, let's take this a step further. Would you eat an animal knowing it was an endangered species? Absolutely. Well, I think when I first heard this question, it was like, you know, would you eat one of these animals? When I, when I look at this question closer, I'm thinking, would you eat an elephant, a giraffe, or a zebra? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't think that's actually how it was intended, but that's no. kind of how I'm reading it. I would eat a giraffe out of those three. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's smug long neck. That's probably the last. Okay, so you just ate giraffe. So you yeah. just want to see the giraffe die. Yeah. I would, like, which one do you think is the tastiest? Dude, probably the elephant. I was going to say, elephant probably has a lot of, like, you know, good meat on it. I feel like zebras would be too gamey. Possibly. I mean, I haven't had horse. That sounds disgusting. But it's probably similar to horse, isn't it? Right. I mean, elk is a horse, right? Basically with horns. I don't know. I don't Why even would I know that? But, I mean, I've had elk before. Do you have a giant elk in your, like, front room? I do. Like a 30-point elk? 300-point. <laughs> so oh. it's, I think it's a I no idea. 12-point. I don't know. 6-point. That's what it is. That's all? Uh-huh. Six on each side, so 12 total. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, no, I feel like the, the elephant has the most, like, fatty meat, mm-hmm. which would be delicious. What if they're, like, super tough, though? They like, thick skin. But what if just, they're just all skin? Do you really want to eat an animal that's just all skin? I mean, I don't know if that's true. I just made that up. They're also wrinkly. I mean... Probably tastes like your grandma. <laughs> I'm serious. I feel like... Wrinkly I skin. feel like once... Like, like your grandparents, once, mm-hmm. once you get under the wrinkly skin... Mm-hmm. There's the tender meat. Oh, okay. And by tender meat, I mean their heart. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were talking through experience beating your grandparents. I mean, yes. I don't think the government listens to these. So if I had to choose, I would. Uh, I was gonna say zebra, but you kind of convinced me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, a stupid long neck. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I think like their hind legs are like pretty pretty meaty. You think so? I, think I mean, so. yeah, they're pretty thick. They got some thick boys. But yeah, I would choose giraffe. Okay. I think I'd go elephant. Okay. I've eaten at an elephant bar before. Have you? I had a um, a hamburger. <laughs> but it was the restaurant that was called Elephant Bar. Oh, okay. So it wasn't actually elephant. Yeah. So I guess, like, that's part one of the question. But, like, a different way to even look at the question, though, is, like, you know, would you, like, would you even eat any of them? Like, theoretically. Yes. You would. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know, like, if you could eat any endangered species without any consequence, that's like bragging rights. I'd be like, you, absolutely. You couldn't, brag to, you couldn't brag that to anybody, though. Like, if somebody came up to me on the street and was like, you know what I just ate? The last white rhino. <laughs> I would slap that guy. Dude, no way, man. <laughs> I would be like, oh, is. That's true. Well, I don't know. But... I'd, I'd feel a little bad for the rhino population, but then I'd be like, that dude's a bad A. Did you see how much hate the internet gave to that guy who killed that, what was it, Cecil the lion? Yeah, but like also, that lion probably tasted pretty good. Maybe. He probably didn't even eat it. Uh, he probably just stuffed it. Yeah. But yes, I would eat endangered animals. Okay, what if it was like, all right, you're like traveling through, I don't know where it even sell it, maybe in Africa, they like, there's like a black market where they're like killing endangered species. They're like, hey, come try this zebra. Yes. You would eat it? Uh-huh. Okay. What if they're like, okay, you have to kill the zebra yourself? That'd be harder. <laughs> I, I, yes. Okay. Yeah. What if you had to do it with your bare hands? <laughs> I'm just trying to get you to say no. <laughs> Like that? Can I kill it with my bare hands? I, I guess maybe then, it's not that dangerous. Maybe it's tied up. 
No. <laughs> no? Okay, I finally got you. Yeah, okay, so like, the... if I could shoot it, yes. <laughs> but if I, time... if I had to, like, strangle it out and watch the yeah. life, no, I'd be, no. The one time Dakota would not eat an endangered animal is if he had to literally kill it with its own hands <laughs> as it lies helplessly tied up. Yeah, that's a little too much. Other than that, like, yeah, like, that, I guess that's where he draws the line morally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're back with another segment of Rapid Fire. Uh, we have our returning guest, Jesse, because we couldn't find anybody else at <laughs> 2 in the morning. And we're just going to ask him 10 questions really fast. He's got a maximum of 10 Seconds, seconds yeah. to answer each question. All right, first question. Is the hit book by Gary Paulson, Hatchet, the best book ever? No. Come on. All right, <laughs> 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 uh, okay, number two, number two. Boobs or butt? Boobs. Okay. Number three. Why is six afraid of racism in America? Because <laughs> seven, eight, nine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is the best way to trigger a social justice warrior? Oh, there's so many ways. Uh, say f*** it or Ooh. Uh, number five, which Pokemon starter? Grass, usually. Ooh, bold. Okay. Which politically incorrect Halloween costume would you totally wear? Indian. <laughs> like with a headdress? Yes. Ooh. Yeah, well, okay. Native bad. American Indian. Okay. <laughs> so that leaves it kind of open-ended. Why is it so hard to make it in America? I wanted to say so, but I decided not to, so I apologize. <laughs> I'm not going to have an answer. <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's fair. All right, number number eight. We're almost done. Yes or no? Yes. Wrong. Um, <laughs> number nine. Mary Boff Kill, Trump, Newt Gingrich, or Alex Jones from InfoWars? Kill Alex Jones, Boff Trump. Oof. Mary <laughs> Newt Gingrich. Uh, it was lose, lose, lose. Yep, yeah, absolutely. No way to go right. All right. What's brown and sticky? <laughs> What's brown and sticky? Tootsie <laughs> roll. Oh, okay, technically true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. I like it. That's that's another round of rapid fire. Thanks for being here, Jesse. Well, thank you for having me again. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back with more questions for you. Um, the next question is. I agree with you that Tokyo is Imagine Dragon's best song by far. What is wrong with people? How do they not understand what a question is? I don't is? see a question mark on that one. Okay, hold on. I actually would have enjoyed that question if there's a question mark. Right. Uh, let me let me rephrase that for you, okay. George. I agree with you that Tokyo is Imagine Dragon's best song by far? I would say yes, you do agree. <laughs> I presume. Actually, I'd say probably not. You probably haven't actually heard it. And I don't know. I mean, who do you think submitted this? Uh, I don't know, man. It's anonymous. Yeah. I have my hunches. So if I, like, I'm actually trying to figure out if they actually believe this, I need to know, like, how interested in not pop music they are. Because, like, we're looking for somebody who doesn't think, was it, Demons? Mm-hmm. Is, like, their best song? No, that's 21 Pilots. No, that's, that's... Uh, is it both? That's Imagine Dragons. Don't they both? Uh, I don't know if, what the Demons one is for, or 21 Pilots. No, it's like they made it for a movie. Oh, Heathens. Oh, Heathens. That's my bad. Oh, my friends are Heathens. Yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> we should just mash them up. I'll pay you. Whoever, if you're listening to this and you know how to edit music, I will pay you to mash those two songs up. Heathens by 21 Pilots and Demons by and then, Imagine Dragons. And then delete it. <laughs> I will pay you $50. All 
Wow. But I need to listen to it first. <laughs> Just for proof. With the, uh, with, for evidence. With the lights off. Yeah. Um, by myself. <laughs> so I might need a couple of hours. Thanks for that question, I guess. Um, random listener. Uh, next question. If I hate Tommy Lauren and love Hassan Piker, why do I secretly hope they hook up? Do you know who Hassan Piker is? No. I believe he's the guy from the Young Turks. It's oh. like a Facebook, YouTube kind of thing where he just makes fun of Tommy Lauren. Oh, nice. And they're both pretty attractive people. I think there's like a deeper, like, so obviously we could get into politics, but I think mm-hmm. there's like a deeper human nature question here. It's like, look, I hate, I hate this girl. I love this guy. Why do I want him to get together? I think it, you, you remember like the odd couple, that TV show? You're talking about the Fairly Odd Parents? I did watch that. <laughs> yeah. Timmy Turner. Uh-huh. Was, uh, uh, Cosmo and Wanda. Mike was out. Yeah, no, yeah. Cosmo and Wanda. No, so there was a TV show back in the day called The Odd Couple. Okay. Where, like... I believe you. There were two opposites, and they had to live together, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think... I don't remember what the actual premise was, right. but I think they were two dudes. Oh. That had to live together. It was and progressive. They were, okay. Uh, no, anyway. So I think it's that same thing where it's just, like, people love to see, like, the conflict, but yeah. then, like the romance that, like, comes out of that conflict. Right. They're like, well, and there's something about, like, tension. Right. You know? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I feel it right now. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I feel what I'm going to say. I feel like the fact that you want them to hook up means that you have faith in humanity and that differences can be solved well, i think i don't think so i think there's like like a tension so here's what would happen if they hooked up like they would hook up mm-hmm. and then they would be like lying in bed after they'd be like this was so wrong <laughs> and then like tommy Lauren would like get up and be like i have to go and then like she would never call <sighs> yeah she'd she'd treat this man poorly so like uh i think it's just like a tension thing i think it sounds hilarious as well but i guess like a deeper question is like okay like in love like do you generally think like opposites attract sometimes this isn't a gay or straight question (laughs) oh in that case yes so you think like okay like i've got a loud abrasive personality i need somebody who's like quiet and like collected to like balance me out i don't think everybody does but i think there are people that are like that you know what i mean yeah and i don't think that applies to hookups right no i I don't hookups is like anything goes like two attractive people should be hooking up right and they are both pretty dang attractive people yeah and so yeah I, i don't know why do you, I secretly want them to hook up? I don't think you're secretly wanting them to hook up anymore. I yeah, I guess you're pretty public about it. I right. Mean, it is anonymous. Everybody just wants to see the chaos that would ensue from that. So that, I think true. that's why you want them to hook up. Just the chaos factor. Yeah. Good answer. Uh, next question. How come neither of you have iPhones? Why would I have an iPhone? Yeah, why would I need that? Um, I don't have an iPhone because the first phone I got was Android, and I was like, my my stupid next door neighbor has an iPhone. Why oh, would I be like him? I do have an answer to this question actually. Okay, is because iPhones won't allow you to take them apart, which I did, <laughs> and now it does not work. I still have all the parts in a bag. I have an iPhone. I just can't turn it on because it had this weird problem with like the lock button, and so I got like the I don't remember what it's called. It's been a few years, but like. That lock button that, like, is on the screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, the little like, circle. I forget what it's called, but I used that, and then something went wrong with something. I can't remember. I wanted to, like, take the battery out and just, like, reset it, because uh-huh. I couldn't get it to turn off. 
And so I went to take the battery. I was like, nope, you got to remove these screws. And then you remove the screws and you get underneath. And it's like, if you remove this battery, we will never fix your iPhone ever again. <laughs> and I was like, well, obviously I'm doing that. Or any iPhones that you purchase in the future. Yeah, I was like, you're on our list now. <laughs> so like, so I'm like legally, well, not, not legally, like as far as like iPhone policy, I'm not allowed to own an iPhone <laughs> because I took that apart. <laughs> With an Android, like if I need to reset my phone, I pop that case off, like I pop the back off, five seconds flat, I've got the battery out, I put it back in, restart it. Right. Like when I'm downloading, um, just like, uh, like just like, I don't know, something, <laughs> I like, even if it's sketching, like I was like, oh, virus, like pops up, I'm like, oh, get rid- get the battery out, like, right. oh, you know, just like an emergency. Right. Just probably if I'm downloading, like, I don't know, like, um, cat videos. Yeah. Like I, you know, I like those cat videos. Yeah. <laughs> um, cat on cat videos is what you're saying. Well, I mean, sometimes. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. Oh, I, I get what you're putting down, George. I'm glad. So I get, that's, that's the real reason I broke my iPhone trying to like take it apart and like, I can't get it fixed. Also the screen was busted. So right now, and that's why the government won't let me own an iPhone. <laughs> Very good. Next question. What's the best way to inspire someone with depression? I think that the best, honestly, the best way to inspire somebody with depression is to just be open and honest with them. I think a lot of times there's like a stigma with depression where it's just like, oh, I can't tell anybody about it. Even if like you're doing well with your depression, like you've got to be like, oh, I've got to keep this to myself. But I feel like if you're open with somebody who has depression and you're like, look at me, I'm not like look at me, I'm succeeding. Like oh, look at me, I'm such a such a better person than you. Which but like that's probably sometimes tr- I'm like that. But yeah. like that's also probably true, right? If they have depression, you probably are better. <laughs> or, no wait, that's not, no. <laughs> no. I thought that was. I was just trying to agree with you. I thought that's what you were saying, and like I felt weird about it. But right. I was like, I guess I have to agree. Uh. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so anyway, like I'm saying, like you're like this is you have hope, like. If I can do it, you can do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to me though, this question sounds like it's coming from somebody who doesn't have depression. They're like, how do I inspire others? I think you're right. Like if, if you, if you have ha- like dealt with those issues in the past, helping somebody mean like, look, like I made it through or, you know, maybe not even made it through, but like, Hey, I'm like coping and like, um, it's working for me. Right. Um, and I'm like progressing in life and things are going okay. Even though I, I dealt with this, that's good. And that helps. But this right. to me sounds like someone being like, Ah, like my friend has depression. Um, I Googled it and it just said like, be nice and be supportive. <laughs> right. And then tell him to get therapy. Right. So Which, like, I mean, it's, it's technically the right answer. Oh no, I'm not disagreeing. Right. I was only mocking it. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, that's what I'm mocking saying. Like the delivery. Yeah. Uh, like I think somebody's asking like, okay, like how do I help my friend? How do I inspire hope in them? Uh, from, from somebody who's never dealt with these issues. Right. As somebody, like, I don't know, because I've, I've dealt with depression, but I feel mm-hmm. like when I have friends who haven't dealt with it, it feels like they don't understand. But I feel like if you can find a way to be like, look, I'm here for you any way I can be here for you, like, you're, you're doing fine. You know what I mean? Like, right. Well, and I think another thing is, like, it's easy to say, well, just, like, let me know if I can do something for you. There's like a difference between that and like, like genuinely like meaning it, like going to their house and being like, your room's a mess. I'm going to right help you clean it. And maybe that's a little bit overstepping your bounds, but doing something like, you know, proactive for them or like being like, you know what, like, let's go to lunch. I'll take you right now. Like I'll, I'm buying. Right. Um, 
Just yeah, let them know that there's good in the world. Anything that just shows that like you're dedicated to them as a friend. Uh-huh. Um, I guess it doesn't say friend. Just, just yeah. someone with your depression. mortal enemy. <laughs> your mortal like, enemy. It could inspire. be. Your mortal enemy. Like may, uh, maybe that's the issue though. Maybe this is from a superhero, and they're like, "Hey, like my supervillain got super depressed, and now, like I don't, I'm out of a job. Now I'm just fighting old ladies on the street. Yeah, like just because I've got nothing better to right. do. Right. And when you also when you're talking about overstepping your bounds i don't think that there really is overstepping your bounds when it comes to depression sure like a lot of people are like i can't go tell somebody in like their i can't go tell their parents i can't go tell like somebody in like a peer relationship to them mm-hmm. that can do something about it because they're like oh, i'm gonna it's gonna like damage the trust that i have with them screw that you go tell that person that can help them more than anybody else can mm-hmm. like if if it's between you losing somebody's trust for a minute or them dying, like, you 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 lose their trust for a minute. Like, don't even hesitate. Fair enough. And I think when, like, all is said and done, they realize you had their best interests. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a difference between losing somebody's trust because you were looking out for them and losing someone's trust because you're, like, an idiot and, like, don't know how to keep your mouth shut or right. something like that. Right. Anyway. And so I guess that's that's how we would, we would inspire people with depression. Uh, and our final question of the night. What would you say defines real, genuine love? So, love is just a bunch of chemicals in your brain. Right. So, real, genuine love. Real, genuine chemicals in your brain. Right. For me, love is, is a social construct that was that was put there by, by uh, marketing schemes mm-hmm. to sell more cards on Valentine's Day. I agree. Love, love is fake. If I've learned anything... Um, in my life, it's right. that love is a sham. Right, a hundred percent. Love in, is. In the words of um, John Lennon and Paul McCartney, um, wait, hang on. <laughs> I was gonna say all you need is love, but that sounds wrong. That all, sounds not like an agreement with what we were just saying. All you need is to buy more Valentine's Day cards. <laughs> if you play the song "All You Need Is Love" backwards <laughs> and speed it up, and you can hear this like high pitched voice being like. Buy all the Valentine's cards. And it's just like over and over and over and over. Like, like Hallmark is the greatest company of all time. It's kind of scary. Wow, that's really that's really intense. I didn't know that before. Yeah, so outside of that, though, I think love's pretty legit. I mean, what do you think? I mean, I've never, I mean, besides, like, my love for my family, I've never really experienced, like, romantic love. Oh, so you're being serious. Yeah. Just love is a sham. Love is a sham. Hmm. At least for now. I mean, okay. Listeners, I changed my mind. <laughs> Love is a sham. Changed my mind. You should just sit on campus. <laughs> oh, dude. With we, that we sign. Should. And, uh, yeah, maybe it'll... I mean, it, your love life isn't going to get worse. Right. I mean, you'll meet somebody at least, maybe. So, I guess what we're saying is you are asking the wrong people. <laughs> I've, 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 been, I've come to realize that that is very true for every question that we've been asked. <laughs> you guys are asking the wrong people. Like, I don't feel qualified to answer any of these. No, me neither. Maybe that's why it's entertaining. But, Maybe it's just not entertaining. But that's our podcast. Um, like I said before in our other podcast, we have a call-in number. Uh, that number is 970-439-4681. So I just, I just call that and complain? Yeah, no, that's all I want. That's all we want you well, to I've, do. Well, I've left a couple of messages and I, I haven't, you, you haven't played them on the air. Oh, I've been screening those. <laughs> oh, 
I Wait, don't... Even, even the one where I was pretending to be a grandma? Dude, don't don't think that I wouldn't know that you were my grandma. You, I do a great impression I, of your grandma I that know I thought the difference. was flawless. No, I don't believe you. Crap, am I screening my grandma's calls? <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's, I got her to do some calls, and then I was doing some calls. I tried to, like, mix them in. Crap. Yeah. Uh, the one about the prune juice was totally me, but the one the one about the diapers, that was her. Oh, man. Yeah. I should probably call my grandma. Yeah, she, she needs those depends. <laughs> Like ASAP. It's a mess. Hey, um, I'm not big on Fortnite dances. I hate every every little kid on a Jumbotron. The, the, the camera gets to them, and they bust out some stupid and the the one where they move their hips in like a in like a triplet kind of kind of rhythm, like do 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 do. I hate that. I hate the one with the floppy hands. When their when their knees are going every which way, I hate the I hate the, the jumping one with the hands going back. I I don't I don't like any of it. Uh, they all make me very upset, and, and I hate that the kids do it with this blank, lifeless, mindless expression on their dumb faces. It fills me with rage every single time I see it, knowing that they're going to do it. I don't even know if all of them play the game or if they just see the gifts and then they do it. 